Hello, and welcome to 30 Days of Grimm. Today's fairy tale includes lies, seclusion of a young maiden, and to top it all off, all of this starts with making a salad. That's right. Check out what I mean in Episode 8, Rapunzel. There once was a man and his wife, and for a long time they had been longing for a child, but in vain. At last, the woman was in hope that heaven would grant her wish. At the back of their house, there was a little window overlooking a magnificent garden full of the most beautiful flowers and herbs. However, a high wall surrounded the garden, and no one dared to enter it, for it belonged to a witch who was very powerful and of whom the whole world stood in awe. One day, the woman was standing at this window looking down into the garden when she noticed a bed which was planted with the finest rampion. It looked so fresh and green that it made her mouth water and she was possessed by the desire to eat some. This craving grew from day to day, but she knew she could never get any. So she began to pine away and looked pale and miserable. Her husband in great alarm asked her, what ails you, my dear? Alas, she replied, if I can't eat some of the rampion from the garden behind our house, I shall die. The husband, who loved her, thought, rather than let your wife die, you shall fetch her some of the rampion, cost what it may. So when dusk came, he climbed over the wall into the witch's garden, hurriedly cut a handful of rampion, and took it to his wife. She at once made it into a salad and ate it up with great lust. She found it so tasty, so very tasty, that her desire grew three times as strong the next day. If it was to be stilled, her husband once more had to climb over into the garden. So at dusk, he let himself down again. But just as he had clambered over the wall, his heart stood still, for there was the witch confronting him. How dare you come into my garden like a common thief and steal my rampion, she said, eyeing him angrily. This shall cost you dear. Alas, he answered, temper justice with mercy. It was from dire necessity that I resolved to come. My wife has just seen your rampion from her window, and her longing is so strong that she will die if she does not get some to eat. Thereupon, the witch's wrath abated, and she said to him, If it is as you say, I will let you take home as much rampion as you like. Only I make one condition— You must give me the child that your wife is going to give birth to. It will be well off, and I will care for it like a mother. In his anguish, the man agreed to everything, and the moment the wife gave birth, the witch appeared, christened the child Rapunzel, meaning Rampion, and took it away with her. Rapunzel grew up to be the most beautiful girl under the sun. When she was 12 years old, the witch shut her up in a tower in a forest. It had no stairs or doors only a little window quite high up at the top. When the witch wanted to get in, she stood down below and called, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Rapunzel had magnificent long hair, as fine as spun gold. When she heard the witch call, she loosened her tresses, wound them around a hook by the window. She let them fall down, and the witch climbed up by Rapunzel's braids. Now it came to pass a few years later that the king's son, riding through the forest, came close to the tower. Suddenly he heard someone singing. 
The voice was so charming that he stopped to listen. It was Rapunzel, who in her loneliness amused herself by letting her sweet voice resound. The prince wanted to climb up to join her and sought for the tower door, but there was none to be found. He rode home, but the singing had touched his heart so deeply he went out into the forest every day and listened. Once, as he was standing behind a tree, he saw the witch come near and heard her call. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Then Rapunzel let her braided hair fall down and the witch climbed up. If this is the ladder by which to come up, he thought, I will try my luck once myself. The very next day, when dusk began to fall, he went up to the tower and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Presently, the plates came down and the king's son climbed up by them. At first, Rapunzel was terribly frightened when a man came into her room, for she had never set eyes on a man in her life. But the prince talked to her most kindly, telling her that his heart had been so deeply moved by her singing that he knew no peace had come to see her. Then Rapunzel lost her fear, and when he asked her if she would take him for her husband, and she saw he was young and handsome, she thought, He will love me better than the old mother Gothel, she said. And she answered yes, and laid her hand in his. She said, I would be glad to go with you, but I do not know how to get down. Will you bring a bit of silk every time you come? And I shall weave it into a ladder, and when it is ready, I will come down, and you will take me on your horse. They arranged that. Meanwhile, he should come to see her in the evening, for the old woman came by day. Now, the witch did not discover anything until Rapunzel broached it one day and said to her, Please tell me, Dame Gothel, how is it that you are much heavier to pull up than the young prince who will be here before long? Oh, you wicked child, yelled the witch. What do I have to hear from you? I had thought I'd cut you off from the world, and yet you have deceived me. In her rage, she clutched Rapunzel's lovely hair, wound it several times round her left hand, picked up a pair of scissors with her right, and snip-snap, the lovely tresses lay on the ground. She was merciless and took poor Rapunzel into a wilderness where she was forced to live in the greatest wretchedness and sorrow. Yet on the very day she had cast Rapunzel away, the witch fastened the plates that she had cut off to the window hook. When the prince came again, he cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Then the witch lowered the hair. The prince climbed up, but above he found not his beloved Rapunzel, but the witch who looked at him with evil and venomous eyes. Oh, ho, she cried mockingly. You have come to fetch your dearly beloved, but the pretty bird sits no longer in her nest, and she can sing no more, for the cat has snatched her away, and it will scratch your eye out for you too. Rapunzel is lost to you. You shall never set eyes on her again. The prince was beside himself with grief, and in his despair he flung himself down from the tower. He escaped with his life, but had his eyes scratched out by the thorns among which he fell. He wandered about in the forest, blind and feeding on nothing but roots and berries. He could do nothing but lament and weep over the loss of his most beloved Rapunzel. Thus he roamed about in utter misery for some years, and at last found himself in the same wilderness where Rapunzel had been living in dire poverty with the twins that had been born to her, a boy and a girl. He heard a voice, and it seemed to him very familiar, so he went on in its direction. When he got there, Rapunzel recognized him and fell on his neck in tears. 
the two of them cried and it wetted his eyes and at once his eyes grew quite clear and he could see as well as ever. He took her and their twins to their kingdom where he was joyfully received and they lived long in happiness and contentment together.